This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 155 of Healthy Critters Radio on the Horse Radio Network. Healthy Critters Radio is brought to you by Biostar US, and you can find them online at biostarus.com. On today's show, we discuss good luck charms for competition. Critter of the show is the goat. Critter Nutrition focuses on fermented turmeric. And in Coffee Clatch, we ask, what sitcom character does your dog or horse or cat remind you of? Join us. Tigger. Hey, I'm Coach Jen, and it's just the two of us today. Yep. Pat, our, Patty's uh, AWOL. Patty, Patty is AWOL. Good old, good old Patty Perucci, our partner in crime here on Healthy Critters Radio, is taking a much-needed mental break after coming home from Wellington. Wellington. <laughs> so when did, when did you get back from Wellington? I got back um, two weeks ago. Okay. I left before the mad onslaught. Yeah. The um, um so you went from Wellington back to Virginia and you always drive, right? Always. Now do you drive straight through or do you take a break? No, no I I do half and half. Do half and half? And with dogs you just you, you kinda have to. You, you have to. Kinda have to. Which is great. Yeah. So but the one, big news I have well, oh, you have big news, yay. What is I it? I have big well. I had my first serious dog bite. What? Last week. What? Yeah. Uh, tell tell me more how this happened. So, um, we have two intact males. They are always separated. Um and a series of unfortunate events which were I was leaving the house. Peter had taken Crockett, one of the intact males, with him into town in the car. I was taking Keen, the other intact male, to the office with me. I let Keen out, walked out the door, and I went, oh, my God, I forgot. And so I went back in the house. I went back in the house, and Peter drove up. Now, Peter had to really go to the bathroom. So he just flung the car door open. Oh, no. And Keen runs back to the door of the house to get away from Crockett. And then I arrive, Crockett attacks. I try to move Keen, and my finger got in the way of Crockett's jaws. Oops. It was definitely Crockett was not trying to bite me. Well, well, yeah, but he was biting, and you just happened to have he, your hand in the way. Yeah, correct. Yeah, Ooh, was so, there was there was there stitches? Well, this is the interesting part. So it it hurt like uh, I can't even tell you how badly it hurt. We we, we yeah, that's for a different show. <laughs> <laughs> We're family friendly here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I go in and I, you know, run it underwater, right? Cause it's bleeding like crazy. And, and it, it 
I don't know how to describe it, but it looked, it's right next to the, the middle joint of my f- index finger. Mm-hmm. And the flap of the whole layer of skin was laid back and it was just looked like hamburger. Ooh. And then there were puncture wounds on the other side. So I'm running under hot water, screaming. I mean, cold water, screaming, screaming, screaming. And and I thought, I okay. I thought my ears so, burned, were burning the other day. Now I know why. Yeah, that, yeah. that was on Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> so, I um I thought well I guess I'll put some colloidal silver on it and then I'll put some you know triple antibiotic and I'll wrap it. So I thought I was being quite a good little you know girl scout. So I did that and went to work and it was throbbing and throbbing and throbbing and I I felt kind of physically sick not like flu sick but like my body was really reacting to whatever had gotten into it the bloodstream via my finger mm-hmm. and so that night i treated it again and then the next morning it was that finger <laughs> i had elephantitis of the finger mm. and i had the, that night i had put manuka honey on it thinking oh, that's a good wound healer right and I mean, it, my finger was just gigantic. So I went, okay, I have to go to the doctor. So go to the doctor and I figured they're going to stitch me, right? They don't stitch dog and cat bites because they want it to be open to let out, to let it seep out any poison. Ooh. So the fact that it was still kind of bleeding, not a lot, but still some was kind of a good thing. So, um, and he said, it, it doesn't, it doesn't help to put, um, triple antibiotic or anything in there. The best thing you can do is just get on a high powered antibiotic. Just keep it clean. That's Hmm. it. And so, um, started the antibiotic and by gosh by sunday i could actually bend one of the joints um so i mean they said it would be two weeks and i would have a scar and did i mind that i said i said look at me (laughs) (laughs) wrinkle scars what's another one yeah anyway but i thought it was really interesting that they don't stitch them Hmm. what they did check they were worried that it had uh gone down to the tendon but thankfully it hadn't so so that's my big exciting um and and of course my index finger do you know how often you can whack your index finger when you don't (laughs) as soon as you have torn your fingernail off squished your finger in a door or gotten a dog bite you realize how often your index finger i i have whacked this thing yeah multiple times yeah. i mean obviously by mistake i'm not trying to whack it but you you're so used to having 10 fingers mm-hmm. that having this one finger that you can't really do much with yeah so anyway my big news is no stitches for dog and cat bites there you go big news interesting yeah. 
keep it clean, and you know, maybe go to the doctor and have it checked out. Yeah, that's yes. That's you know that well, that was my takeaway. You know. Yeah, um, and I did get in under uh, twenty four hours, so I, I was very proud of myself for Good that. Good for you. Good for yeah. you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Treat so, your, treat yourself to a to a non alcoholic beverage. <laughs> There you go. And you know, we, we, I got so distracted by big news that we forgot to mention what we're doing today. We are um, going to be t- discussing good luck charms for competitions. Woohoo. That'll yep. be interesting. Uh, yep. The critter of the show, which I get to do, is the yes. goat. <laughs> hey, good. Uh, we're going to be discussing fermented turmeric. Didn't even know such a thing existed in the critter nutrition. And then in coffee clatch, it's going to be looking at sitcoms. And finding our pets in the sitcom universe. So here we are at Roundtable. And the topic is, do you carry a good luck charm or talisman when you compete? And if you're wondering how the heck I came up with that, um, I, uh, I, you know, I recently... uh, won a quadrille my team won a quadrille competition in wellington and i was very very aware of what i was wearing when we won um and my my entire history of competing i always carried something that had guided me to success in the past and when it no longer did it was kind of put aside and i would try something else Okay, that and, rabbit's foot's not working anymore. Out of here! Yeah, okay. e- exactly, exactly. Um, I, I for a while I went with you know kind of stones that I could put in my pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I read, and this is a long time ago, but I read about Bruce Davidson had a routine. Mm-hmm. He had to put on specific socks and he had to put on the right one first or the left one. I mean, there was a whole procedure of good luck that had to do with what he wore and how he put it on and what order he did it. And it just got me to thinking, um, I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only person that (laughs) carries, you know, good luck charms around until they're no longer good luck. And then you have to find something else to, to fill now do you do you carry a talisman um i'm thinking here when you I, go on endurance rides to I, survive endurance rides you bring <laughs> things yeah, for good yeah that usually should be whiskey um <laughs> or yeah the yeah my my talisman is my my next strap. but i'm thinking back when i was very actively competing when i did a lot of eventing um Probably my, I was, I was real, you know, cross country had to be the particular shirt and it had to be the particular socks that those were the competition socks. And that's those was the only time they were worn. I did that a lot. Uh, for a while I had a lucky keychain that I put on the zipper of my outfit. There you go. I would wear, uh, just because it had a little saying on it, which I found inspirational. You know, I did that. Uh, but didn't have a lot of what I would call long-term ones, but then I haven't, I haven't competed actively for a long time. I do have a talisman that I wear around my neck all the time, 24, seven, 365 for the past 12 years. 
but it's not just for competitions. It's always there. And what is it? It's a little teeny weeny itty bitty semi-precious stone that I dug up. We went to one of those places where you dig a hole in the ground and you sift through it with water and you dig up your own gems. Oh, wow. Uh, Glenn and I did that for our anniversary one year. And I, I got one that was just barely big enough to put in a setting. It's really tiny. <laughs> and it's really not, even, it's it not even a good one. It's a, it's not a ruby. It's a, amethyst. it's an amethyst. Yes. Thank you. And it's not a good quality one, but it's the one that I dug up with my sweetie pie when we went on our anniversary trip. Oh, I love that. So that that's my talisman. It, it's been around my neck since the day I got it and it has not left. Wow. There we go. So there we go. But yeah, I, I, you know something? I do have talismans in my grooming box and in my equipment box. I have, there's, there's certain little bits of equipment that I've had since I was a little kid. And even though it doesn't function anymore, I keep it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, there's, there's a hoof pick that it's not going to pick any more hooves. It's all bent and curly, but I'm not getting rid of that hoof pick. I've had it for a hundred years. <laughs> I have a lot of those things. Yes. So when when you competed actively, yeah, your talisman at any given time, your charm, was that something you compared notes with riding friends, or was that top secret? I and it was top secret. Yeah, yeah. The sock thing back when when I was competing a lot, the sock thing was very much a community thing. Everybody went on. It's like, oh, these are the best socks ever. These are my competition socks. And then, uh, yeah, it was a big, it was very public, the the sock thing. Because when I, was, when I was competing actively, riding socks really weren't a thing. You couldn't go no. to a tax shop and buy riding right. socks. So when you found a pair of socks that you, that A, would fit under your riding boots, <laughs> And B, you liked, and generally speaking, the louder the better. Uh, it was a big deal. Yeah, it was a big deal. I had I had a pair of Pippi Longstocking socks. They were <laughs> red and white horizontal stripes. And then I had a t-shirt that was also red and white horizontal stripes. So, oh, wow. Yeah, it was easy to find. <laughs> yeah, I was more um, bracelets. Oh, look at you. And and maybe a, a certain stone that I could put in my pocket. Um, you know, not an emerald or a ruby so or anything. Whenever, uh, how would a stone become, how did a stone get the privilege of becoming a talisman stone? Was it one that would... It was one that I would find on a adventure. Okay. And it would speak to me. Okay. And so then it became my good luck stone until it no longer did bring me good luck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, fell, off, fell off on fence four. That stone is out of here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. So then it would go and live with, with the other stones. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> now, my, now we all know why there's a little pile of rocks in Tigger's backyard. Now we know. All, well, well, all over the house, actually. <laughs> Because, you know, stones are grounding, so um, they're they're good to have around. They're good but, to have. Um, yeah, they're very good to have around. But for the quadrille, it was um, three bracelets and a ring. Ooh, you, you uh, stacked the deck. I did. 
I did because each one was of different stones that tiger one one was tiger's eye one was carnelian and one was um lapis so what we should all do is take ourselves on little adventures yeah and let those potential talismans speak to us and drop them in and then be and then be ready to you know when they no longer work as we need them to to understand that then they have another place and, and yeah. it's just opening the space. But I had a friend as a rider, and she she was a four-leaf clover magnet. Oh, some people have that. I don't. And they, she could go to any competition and find one, and that wow. was her talisman for the weekend. Oh, that's so cool. I had a friend that would do that, too. Yeah. Um, she lived in California. She moved to California. Amy was her name, and she was that way too. She we would just be walking around in you know hand grazing the horses, and one would pop into her hand. Isn't that yeah? It was unbelievable. Yeah, pretty cool. Well, there you go. And we would love to hear about what your talismans are too. Head on over to the Healthy Critters Radio Facebook page and and let us know. Yeah, let us know. Hello. Hey. Hello, everyone. Greetings, Who is available today? Who is here to talk to me? It's Tigger. It's just Tigger and Jennifer today. Hello, Tigger and Jennifer. Where is Patty? Is she sucking off? Should we fire her, do you think? She's on vacation. I'm sorry. She's on what? <laughs> vacation. It's it's kind of like what? it's kind of like when you have a lot of cheese. And then you curl up on the couch for a while. That would be maybe a vacation. That's that's the Pomeranian version, perhaps, of a vacation. Well, speaking of the humans, we have a question for you today regarding humans, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. And I, I know topic. I know the struggle is real. Hedwig, so real. Hedwig keeping after the human and making sure things go the way Hedwig oh. needs them to. So oh. how... Do you foster a positive attitude in your human? How do you accomplish that? Well, so I think, you know, there are always two issues, right? One is push factors where you're cute and you encourage the person to behave better by being cute at them and, you know, pretending you like them and whatever. And then I refer to the sort of negative reinforcement. So as of late, by which I mean the last three months or so, my human has really been slacking off and Overall, her performance has been weak. So I have decided, along with my sister and brother, that the best thing for her morale is to wake her up really early every morning. (laughs) Also, sometimes in the middle of the night. Until behavior improves. So when she wakes up and then does what I want, I go back to sleep. So she gets a reward. And I hate to ask what times you choose for uh, this reinforcement. Well, yesterday was a 3.45-er. Um, well, 3.37 to be specific. Today, uh, you know, actually, I was still asleep when my brother decided to wake us all up at 4.45. So that was really a lie-in. So the, the entire canine community at your home participates in fostering the positive human attitude, I see. 
Oh, yeah. So, for example, now that we're home and not in Florida, we have stairs. And as you can imagine, I do not do stairs, nor do my sisters any of them. And my brother can only go down them. He can't go up them because of his arthritis. So now, in order to make this extra fun for everyone, <coughs> she gets to carry us downstairs. Then we go outside. Then she carries us back upstairs. And then we have our breakfast. I see. Well, I think that those are excellent pointers for everyone who loves and adores Hedwig, Hedwig, which, of course, is everyone, to help foster positive hope. attitudes. We appreciate your time this morning, Hedwig. Yes. Uh, you know, at any time, I'm available to counsel, you know. <laughs> Take care, Hetty. Bye-bye. All right, time for Critter of the Show. Patty Ooh. usually takes care of this. Patty did, needed to take a much-needed brain break. So I've been tasked with Critter of the Show. And the Critter of the Show is goats. The goat. I want to know what inspired you. I knew you'd ask me that, so I was prepared to answer. <laughs> <laughs> the, what inspired me, two things. Uh, first of all... Uh, the house we lived in for seven years, the next door neighbor had goats and they fit into the story in a, in a, in a few moments. But when I worked at myopia hunt club in Massachusetts, mm-hmm. they had two goats that lived with the hounds. Now they had a kennel for the hounds and the kennel was this big brick building with several large I'm going to call them pens or stalls that the hounds could be separated out into smaller groups and they lived in little groups. But then in the back, there was this giant yard. It was probably an acre with a seven foot tall chain link fence. And that's where the goats lived. And when the hounds were out in the exercise area, the goats were there too. Those were the happiest goats on the planet. And when I looked into taking care of goats, I right. Re- I now realize why. They were the happiest goats on earth. So to have happy, healthy goats. Yes. Happy, healthy goats have to have shelter. Apparently, they don't like to get rained on. Wow. Didn't know that. There you go. They don't like to get rained on. And my next door neighbor's goats had a giant doghouse. And they were all the time sleeping in the giant doghouse. Well, now I know why. (laughs) And the second thing that happy, healthy goats need to have are things to climb and jump on over and through they need terrain and both of the groups of goats that i got to know over the years had those things the goats in massachusetts had a couple of those giant wooden spools that they mm-hmm. that they see in the contractors have yeah and they would be climb they would climb up there and spar on that thing all the time and then our next door neighbor just took a couple of fallen oak trees which are on every street corner in ocala florida you can't get rid of them and they would have a great time they'd be bouncing up and down off of it and sparring it's so cute so that's the second thing they need the third thing that goats need to have to be happy and healthy is hay forage an appropriate goat concentrate 
appropriate goat minerals. They need a salt brick just like horses do. And they also need what I call browse because goats aren't really grazers. Goats are browsers. So they like to eat the woody little niblets on the ends of bushes and trees. So if your goats live someplace where they don't have access to um, woodlands, where they can nibble on the tips of trees and bushes and stuff, then you should treat them to regular helpings of browse, which are just the soft, uh, tender ends of bushes and trees, and take the time to look up what bushes and trees your goats shouldn't have, because there are some. I didn't know that. And the... Next thing that goats need to be happy is a fence, at least four feet high, no climb wire or chain link. Because if your goats are loose, they're not going to be happy because you're going to be angry at them all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I read a a quote in one of the goat blogs that said, if you can get through the fence, your goat can get through the fence. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And they are escape artists. The The next door neighbor had five goats and there was one of them. He has, he had what you call, what I call uh, box wire or cattle fencing, which is the wire fence that has the big squares. Yeah. And he would climb that. Jesus. And get out. Yes. And all the other goats would be standing in there going, hey, hey, me. <laughs> me next. Me next. But the only one of them, he would climb out of there. And he'd be wandering all, over, all around the neighborhood and then eat their neighbor's rose bushes. And again, very angry owner. Therefore, goat's in trouble. Not a happy goat. <laughs> Not a happy goat at all. Uh, goats need hoof care, just like horses need hoof care. Uh, apparently, from what I've read, I've never tried it. You can You can learn to trim goat feet. It's not particularly complicated. So there we go. And goats need to be dewormed regularly. Again, just ah. like horses. Who knew? And a lot of the blogs I read recommend um, getting your goats a blood test for certain diseases that goats can have. I couldn't figure that part out because the the article was for people who bred goats. So I don't know if that applies to pet goats or not. Hmm. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of interesting and very important. Please take this one to heart. If you are going to have male goats in your life, make sure they're castrated male goats. Because if they're not, you're going to smell your goat before you get home. (laughs) Ah, that that aroma of musk. The aroma of the male goat is significant. Oh, interesting. Yes. And if you're going to have male goats and female goats, I will warn you, from personal experience, they breed like rabbits. (laughs) How often can they breed? Well, the the goats next door, boy goats and girl goats in the same living space, it was not a little less than a year between batches of baby goats. Oh, so more like a horse. I think, yeah. Now, I don't, it, they were, just, it was a free for all. There was no human, but they can human have, intervention. They can have twins. Really and she easy. had twins every time. Yes. Every time. So it went from two goats to 10 goats in a hurry. (laughs) In a hurry. So there we go. And also goats are very, very trainable. You can train them to pull little tiny carts. You can train them to walk on your leash like a dog. You can train them to do cute tricks. What you can't train them to do is not eat your rose bushes. Yeah. So just putting that out there. If you have a goat for a pet, they make great babysitters for horses. 
uh, just just realize that any shrubbery, they are going to take care of it. Yeah, I love these. I know they're they're all over these. You you know, rent a goat. You know, you yes. actually are renting a herd of goats to yep. clear land, That's scrub. Yep. 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 Now they they don't eat. They tend to not eat the whole plant. They eat the tasty niblets, you know. But yeah, you hear a lot about people who rent out herds of goats to clean out banks that have that are yeah. covered with vines and stuff. Yeah. It's a great way to go. It's very earth friendly. They're very cute, earth friendly. Fun to watch. There you go. So that's Goats 101. <laughs> And now we're at Critter Nutrition, and the topic is fermented turmeric for horses. Gut health is essential for overall health, and turmeric offers support for a healthy GI tract for horses and dogs. When I learned of a patented fermented turmeric from Belgium two years ago, my mind leaped to the possibilities of combining the health benefits of fermentation with the health benefits of turmeric. More and more research studies have demonstrated that fermented foods have important health benefits for humans, horses, and dogs. Fermented foods promote GI tract health, help control inflammation, improve the availability of nutrients, and can improve mood and behavior. Fermentation ingredients are not new to the horse feed industry. Most complete feeds and ration balancers provide a yeast, notably Saccharomyces cerevisiae, which is itself often produced commercially from anaerobic fermentation. Saccharomyces cerevisiae produces fermentation metabolites in the gut, and these metabolites are important for GI tract health. These fermentation metabolites support the microbiome of the gut, specifically in a horse behind gut. The Saccharomyces cerevisiae species of yeast produ- produces fermentation metabolites, which are these bioactive compounds. Among these compounds are the volatile fatty acids, including the short-chain fatty acids. The volatile fatty acids are the ultimate end product of bacterial fermentation and help the digestive tract to function optionally. Turmeric has many active compounds. Chief among them are the curcuminoids, including curcumin. Research has confirmed these provide anti-inflammatory properties. However, curcuminoids are poorly absorbed and quickly metabolized by the body for excretion. Fermentation of turmeric with lactic acid bacteria increases curcumin content and its anti-inflammatory activity. This is particularly important for the gut. Fermented turmeric demonstrates antimicrobial activity against both gram-negative and gram-positive bacterial pathogens. Studies indicate that intestinal inflammatory diseases are characterized by recruitment of the body's own neutrophils, which can actually worsen mucosal and epithelial degradation. Curcumin is known to prevent neutrophil recruitment, thus reducing mucosal and epithelial degradation in the gut. The intestinal barrier is a semi-permeable structure that allows uptake of essential nutrients while being restrictive against pathogenic molecules and bacteria. 
it plays a fundamental role in health and its dysfunction plays a critical role in inflammation and disease. Research indicates that metabolites of curcumin can act as modulators of all four layers of the intestinal barrier. This is important because gut homeostasis and intestinal barrier integrity is necessary for optimum health. Researchers have identified several stressors to the integrity of the intestinal barrier and overall barrier dysfunction. Processed food, deficiencies of vitamin D and zinc, the use of industrial food additives, including the emulsifier polysorbit 80. Make sure to read the label on any liquid or paste supplement for horses, as polysorbit 80 can be found in some equine products. A study published in Nature on Mice found that dietary emulsifiers, polysorbate 80, carboxylmethylcellulose, affected behavior and altered sociability while increasing anxiety-like behaviors. Polysorbate 80 has been shown to contribute to intestinal inflammation and metabolic syndrome by having a detrimental impact on microbiota composition and function. Ongoing studies are showing that gut microbes are susceptible to antimicrobial food additives, including sodium benzoate, sodium nitrate, and potassium sorbate. Exposure of gut microbiota to even low levels of these additives may modify composition and function of the gut microbiota colony, thus affecting the gut and the immune system. Curcumin has been shown to protect against gastroesophageal reflux, acid reflux as it's known in humans, or GERD. Curcumin can provide gastroprotection from NSAID-induced impairment of the gastric mucosal barrier. And that's a really important feature of curcumin um, because GERD in horses, we are now understanding, is even found in weanlings. Hmm. Many studies point to the curcumin paradox. While the beneficial effects of curcumin cannot be overlooked, orally administered curcumin fails to meet traditional requirements of bioavailability and chemical stability for future therapeutic development. Although curcumin studies show poor water solubility, dissolution, and retention time of curcumin in the stomach, research has shown that certain metabolites of curcumin, particularly tetrahydrocurcumin, are superior to curcumin in water solubility, chemical stability, bioavailability, and antioxidant activity. Tetrahydrocurcuminoids are considered the most bioactive metabolites of curcumin. When I read a recent bioavailability study on fermented turmeric, I was stunned. The amount of patented fermented curcumin entering model mammalian cells was 17.2 times greater than turmeric powder after 24 hours and 6.3 times greater after 48 hours. Biostar is the first equine supplement company to use Firmeric, a patented fermentation process turmeric. The fermentation process converts the curcuminoids into their tetrahydrocurcuminoid metabolites. This means your horse gets to 
turmeric's highly bioavailable metabolites and the many health benefits they bring to the GI tract, immune system, intestinal barrier integrity, and anti-inflammatory actions. As you can see, this patented fermented turmeric called Firmeric raises the bar on bioavailability and efficacy of turmeric. It is so much more than just powdered turmeric root. Biostar has been beta testing Firmeric since the summer of 2021. We've been amazed at the results when combined with a patented probiotic strain DE111 of Bacillus subtilis added to our own Bioflora probiotic and our own hedgerow herbs. This combination of fermented turmeric plus active live probiotic strains and herbs known to tonify and support the GI tract has been so popular in beta testing that the beta testers keep asking for refills so their horses won't be without it. (laughs) This is the next generation of gut support, providing superior ingredients that are the cutting edge of nutrition with the centuries-old health benefits of specific dietary plants for horses. Look for Biostar's new hedgerow, available May 1st. Real horses and real dogs are healthier, perform better, and recover more quickly on real food. That's why Biostar empowers horse and canine owners with 100% whole food nutrition, supplements, and feeding programs. Biostar products are made at their own certified non-GMO facility in Gordonsville, Virginia, using real fruit ingredients that are raw, freeze-dried, or dehydrated, never cooked, and are free from artificial flavors, colors, soy, corn, wheat, and molasses. The Biostar product line includes a wide range of whole food, horse and dog supplements, treats, and unique artisan poultices that embrace the ancient and traditional uses of clay and plants. Visit BiostarUS.com today and learn about whole foods and canine and equine nutrition so you can make the best decisions about the care and health of your horses and dogs. That's BiostarUS.com. Whole food nutrition the way nature intended. So now we're at Coffee Clatch, and the subject is what sitcom character does your dog or horse or cat remind you of? And uh, I <laughs> this came to me today because one of my dogs really reminded me of Sam Malone in Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. And then I started seeing how other Cheers characters kind of fit my pack. How how and large is, all, how large is your pack? Let's let's go there eight, first. Eight dogs. Okay, and and what kind of dogs are these eight dogs? Australian shepherds. And describe an Australian shepherd. Well, it's it's a ball of it's a ball of lint with legs sticking out the bottom. Not lint, hair. They're hairy. They're hairy dogs. They're not hairy like a Great Pyrenees. But you cannot deny they're hairy. Well, they do have an undercoat. <laughs> um, yes. Um, but they, that, that undercoat is, protects them in the summer. It certainly protects them in the winter. And yes, twice a year, you have to go through the major shedding, which you take the dog outside and brush repeatedly and, um, get rid of the undercoat. It, it's protection and, you know, they're hardy dogs, they're herding dogs. You wouldn't want them to have, you know, 
slick skins. That wouldn't be good when you're working around livestock. So they have a coat for a reason. But they also have tremendous personalities, um, as most herding dogs do. So um, my group, a lot of them fit into the Cheers characters. Um, Not all of them, but some of them do. Um, One of them kind of vacillates between Archie Bunker and uh, Coach on Cheers. He can be (laughs) really pleasant and and kind, and then he can sort of turn into Archie Bunker. Um, But, uh, and oh, one of my girls is definitely Diane from Cheers. Flirty, um, especially with Sam, and doesn't pay him any mind one minute and flirts with him the next. Yeah, that's Wookie. <laughs> doesn't pay him any mind. That's funny. And how about you? Well, I, I stuck with the horses since I, I don't know these semi-feral cats that come to visit us every day in our in our backyard well enough to, to pin them into a sitcom just yet, but maybe we'll revisit this in a few months. Uh, so Scooter is easy. Scooter the Hackney Pony has been Bart Simpson from day one. <laughs> now, now, I was wondering if he was a Seinfeld character. He is Bart Simpson. Okay. Absolutely Bart Simpson. He's he's too stinking cute and just too naughty. <laughs> there we go. Now, originally for Nigel, I had him pegged as a Cheers character, but you have several Cheers characters already. Well, which Cheers characters would you peg him as? I had him as Coach. Oh, you had him as Coach. I did. But Interesting. Alternately, he could be Bert on Big Bang Theory. A geologist. <laughs> kind of big and slow. I don't think of Nigel that way. Because he's so neurotic about dressage and well, he he keeps his neuroses to himself, though. I see. <laughs> he's a worrier on the inside. He's you know on the outside he appears large and in charge, and he's like, I've got this on the outside, but on the inside I'm doing backflips. <laughs> so I I thought maybe Bert because if you if you watch Bert's character arc throughout the the show. <laughs> Um, he starts out as kind of backwards and shy, yep, and very introverted, and he has this story arc where he kind of discovers himself, and he becomes a little bit snarky and a little bit competitive. And I think I think Nigel's sort of the the end of the series, Bert. Yeah. Ah, well, I, I can tell you, nobody in my pack is. Um is a character in the Big Bang. <laughs> I don't have a nerd among them. <laughs> Not I, one. I can't I can't I can't imagine that the nerd gene is dominant in the Australian in Shepherd Australian breed. Shepherds. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. no. Not at all. There we go. So that's that's interesting. So next time maybe we'll do dramas. Ooh, that would be good. Let's do dramas next time. Oh, yeah, because I have a, a pack full of drama kings and queens. There. Let's, so next time we'll do uh, who, wh- which, which character in a drama series our dog, cat, goat, 
Perfect. Guinea pig is. Ta-da! Thanks for listening, everyone, and thanks to our sponsor, Biostar US. You can find them online at biostarus.com. Get the Horse Radio Network phone app on iOS or Android by searching for Horse Radio Network in the App Store. It's free and easy to use. For details about today's show, go to HealthyCrittersRadio.com, where you can find links, photos, and more information about our guests. As always, we love your feedback. Please follow us on Facebook under Healthy Critters Radio. Be sure to visit all the great shows on Horse Radio Network at HorseRadioNetwork.com. 